0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Funny Podcast, where laughter is a main course and humor is always on the menu. So let's get started, and here's your daily dose of funny. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? Right. Burrow.com slash a They got like a gun or a knife. I'm like, OMG, JK, LOL. <laughs> uh, I know I look like a series of white dudes. <laughs> it's like if Jim Carrey and Ryan Reynolds gave birth to Johnny Bravo. <laughs> and Jimmy Neutron was a midwife. <laughs> I came out here and y'all were looking at me like Vanilla Ice is making this comeback. (laughs) I knew he got tattoos, but oh my goodness. (laughs) It's good to be here, man. I'm originally from a hood, little town in Northern California, which is actually inside the 707 area code. That's why I have this tattoo right here, yeah. I'm just proud to be from a hood where the area code is also LOL, upside down. That's my favorite part. (laughs) Because this is how I maintain my gangsterhood, man. Because if the stuff pops off, I'm like, what 707 till I die, son? But if they got like a gun or a knife, I'm like, OMG, JK, LOL. <laughs> Stomp it. <laughs> I like growing up where I grew up, man. I appreciated growing up in the hood. Because hood kids are some of the most honest people on the planet, man. Brutally honest. Because of a hood kid, I used to think this watch was nice. Then this little hood girl came up to me one day like, why is your watch made out of wood? And I told her, well, that's what gives it a clean look. It's actually fancy because it's made out of wood. She was like, how come my mama don't have a wooden wedding ring then? First of all, I don't like your tone. And second of all, girl, get off my back about it. I'm trying to save the planet. This watch is eco-friendly. And she was like, I don't know who Eco is, but he sold you an ugly watch. (laughs) Bunch of babies, kids, man. The layout of our hood was weird, too. Right across the street from the hood was the county fairgrounds for the town, which was at least cool when the fair was in town, because then if you got robbed in the hood, you could go to the fair and try and win your stuff back. (laughs) From some of the most ghetto carnival barkers of all time. What's up, girl? You looking good today? Step right up. Today's game, we're gonna guess your pin number. Let's do this. Come on down. You can win a brand new Your Watch. Come on down now. You know what's fancy? It's made of wood. Yeah, I had all the jobs working back in the hood, man. When I was young, I worked in retail. Anybody ever worked retail before? That was about the right reaction. <laughs> I worked at Target, man, nothing against Target. It was cool, but they want to cross-train you in every department, so you were useful at Target, okay? So I wasn't just the cashier, I was in guest services. I was a card attendant. I was in the gardening center for like a day. That was, because I don't know nothing about gardening. So I was just lying to people all day long. <laughs> this old lady came up to me with this plant, like, how do you take care of this plant? water it (laughs) and if it starts to die, water it less. There's a middle ground where you operate in there somewhere. Electronics was the department I got fired in though, man. I know less about electronics than I do about gardening. (laughs) Guy came up to me with a camera. Hey, how you work this camera? Water it (laughs) and if it starts to die, water it less. So I got fired, y'all. And then I got a job at the amusement park in my hometown. We did have an amusement park. It was right next to the fair and the hood. Uh, I was in the costume department. I was a part of the Ghetto Hero League. That was my job. Just a bunch of hood kids in superhero costumes. That's all it ended up being. We had a cholo cyborg. We called him Cyborg. Now we had a weird Batman. The guy who was playing Batman didn't even like Batman. And so I confronted him about it one day. I'm like, hey, homie, you don't like Batman. Why'd you take this job? And he was like, I always wanted a butler. <laughs> my like, Bro, we don't even get dental. Someone lied to you. I was the Green Lantern because look at my head. I got a Green Lantern head. And it was an easy job, man. All you do is just take pictures with the kids and if I wasn't doing that, I was backstage watching Space Jam. It was an easy job, man. That is well within my limitations of what I am capable of doing. I like that job, but one day, I was working and some stuff went down, okay? They had a Superman roller coaster and it got stuck at the top of the loop with a bunch of people on it. And it was a big deal, man. The news showed up, the fire department, the police, I'm standing there in full costume watching this go down like, that's a shame. (laughs) And sure enough, Kid comes running after me. Green Lantern, Green Lantern! And I'm like, no! I'm about to ruin this child's life right now. And he was so sincere. He was like, Green Lantern, why don't you fly up there and save those people? And I was like, kid, I'm on break. Plus, it's not Green Lantern's roller coaster. That's the Superman problem. You got to find him. (laughs) I will say working around that many kids, man, did make me realize that I would hate to be in a public place and lose a kid named Marco. (laughs) (laughs) I wish that wasn't a true story, y'all. One day I was on set doing my thing, full costume. This lady comes running by, Marco, Marco, donde estás, Marco? And I'm watching like, mm. <laughs> this feels like a trick. <laughs> I don't know if she's like a secret shopper or something. I don't want to get fired again. I like this job, man. Twenty minutes. She's just doing laps around me. I'm like, lady, you gotta cover some ground, okay? Have you checked the pool? <laughs> Imagine you'll find some kids in that pool that are willing to help you find your son. (laughs) Here, wear this polo. Don't ask why. (laughs) But now I get to do this for a living, man. Uh, I'm a professional stand-up comedian and, man, y'all are seeing my dream come true tonight is to just perform for you fine folks. So thank you so much for coming out. (laughs) It's true, man. i wanted to do this since I was a kid. When I was eight years old, I used to sneak out of bed at night and watch George Carlin on TV. And my parents told me it was too adult. Don't worry what it is, go to bed. They wouldn't tell me what was happening on the TV. So I did what any kid that wants to know information, their parents ain't giving it up does. I went to my teacher at school and I was like, hey, there was a dude talking. What was he doing? And I'll never forget what she told me. It was one of the most influential things anybody has ever told me in my entire life. She looked at me and said, oh, he's a comedian. He gets paid to tell jokes for a living. He's funny like you. (laughs) Right? Right? And I heard that and my wheels started turning. And I was like, you mean I should have been getting paid this whole time?
1: <laughs>
0: Is my check in the mail? I have been hilarious, Miss Lady. <laughs> and so the next year we had a talent show. My teacher was bugging me all year long. She said, "Marge, you got to enter the talent show. You'll do so good. You should do stand-up and talent show. And so when I was 10 years old, I entered my talent show and I did stand-up comedy for the first time in my life and I won my talent show doing oh, stand-up comedy yeah. the thank you. It was rigged, it was not fair. <laughs> I see there's probably a lot of parents here, man, so y'all know you go to the 10 year old's talent show, most of those kids don't have talent. <laughs> and I don't know why my school hated the parents so much. They didn't give you a choice if you wanted to sing in the talent show, they only approved two songs. If you was a boy and you wanted to sing in the talent show, you had to sing Livin' La Vida Loca by Ricky Martin. (laughs) And if you was a girl and you wanted to sing in the talent show, you had to sing What a Girl Wants by Christina Aguilera. (laughs) That's it. There were 40 kids in the talent show. 38 sang. (laughs) There was a magician and me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you want to turn a room full of functioning adults into a room full of psychopathic serial killers, lock them in a theater for three hours while a bunch of 10 year olds butcher the worst two songs from 1999. Over and over and over again. Living to be loco, what a girl wants, 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 to be loco, what a girl wants. Here's a magician, and y'all, the magician wasn't any good. He messed up the trick, Peter's his pants, ran off stage crying. <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. It was way funnier than anything I was gonna say up there, but that was not what he was going for. And then it was back to your regular scheduled programming. Living to be loco, what a girl wants, living to be loco, what a girl wants, living to be loco, what a girl wants. Here's Miles Weber doing stand-up comedy, and y'all, I got a standing ovation before I even got on stage. <laughs> A mom from the PTA threw her bra on stage. It was crazy. (laughs) She's like, let him have it. This kid's bold. He's going places. (laughs) And so I won my talent show, y'all. And to celebrate my victory, I sang What a Girl Wants by Christina Aguilera. (laughs) Yeah, I was working it, y'all. I earned that ribbon. We got, some, uh, we got some solid laughers here, man. I've been listening to y'all. We got some, I'm a laugh connoisseur. This is my thing, okay? Like, if you are a person that is self-conscious about your laugh because you think you laugh weird, this is a safe place. Let it out. Don't eat your laughs. It don't taste good. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't eat it. It's not good for you that way, okay? This is a safe space for LOLing. I got it tattooed on my body for that reason, guys, okay? If you can't laugh weird at the comedy show, where can you laugh weird, okay? So yes, let it out. Let it out. All the laughs. You got a little snicker. That's adorable. Let that fly. Don't hold that in. You got to laugh like Eddie Murphy had a baby with a seal. Let it out. Let's go. I laughed like Michael Jackson and the witch had a baby. Hee hee! Like, come on, I'm here for it. One time I was doing a show at a college in Southern California and there was a kid in the middle of the theater, I kid you not, who laughed exactly like this. <laughs> <laughs> There's no joy on his face. <laughs> I'm like, homie, is this Morris Code? Are you trying to tell me something? Blink twice if you're in trouble. Ha, ha, ha. That was three times. I don't know what to do with you. Someone help this boy, please. He laughed, I laughed for 45 minutes. I didn't tell a single joke. We just laughed at each other. That's the whole, that was the whole show. It was hysterical. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com people today. If you snort, don't you sit on that. You will catch an ulcer, okay? <laughs> Do not hold in a snort. Because here's the thing, man, I sympathize with anybody who snorts. It's involuntary. Nobody wants to do it. No, nobody's ever been like, man, I'm having so much fun right now. I think I'm gonna sound like a pig in front of all these strangers. (laughs) No, that's not how it works. And I understand the science behind snorting. Every snort is a fart that wasn't. (laughs) It's a pocket of air that gets trapped in your diaphragm and then your body's got to make a decision. <laughs> and we can't send it back there. There's people. We got to send it to the face. Don't hate me. <laughs> now. And that sets off a catastrophic chain reaction because you don't snort once. No, you snort 37 times. You got to get up and remove yourself so that way it doesn't get worse. <laughs> Excuse me, gangway, <laughs> coming through. <laughs> I don't even like bacon. You got to get outside before you pee. Because if you snort and pee, they blacklist you from comedy for life. Uh, you cannot do both. See, I like when people snort because I think it reminds me of, like, the sound my dog makes when he's running around, like, because I got a dog. You got any dog people here? Yeah, yeah, there we go, right on. My kind of folks, man. Uh, yeah, I man, I love my dog. We have, uh, we have a very eccentric dog, my wife and I. Uh, we have a three-legged pug named Taz. That's a letter for each limb still attached to his body. We're praying we never have to call him Mr. T. (laughs) And people always do what you guys did when they hear we got a three-legged dog. They're like, "Oh, that's so sweet. You guys got a rescue. And I gotta be like, nah, we did it. I'm still paying for that surgery. <laughs> and it's a boring story, man. He had a birth defect. His elbow grew him backwards. So he broke his leg. We had to snip it. But we didn't know he broke his leg for like three months because he didn't say nothing. We just thought he had a little swagger to him. We didn't know him. He's cool. He's hip. Let him be all right. But that's a boring story. I don't like it. It's not chivalrous, there's nothing exciting about that. So what I like to do is I like to mess with people. When folks ask me what happened to his leg, I give them a different answer every single time. Kids are the best. Oh my goodness, I love it when kids come up. This little boy come up to me one time, I, was, I had my dog at the park. He's like, hey mister, what happened to your dog's leg? And I just went, we lost it, and I kept walking. <laughs> we were playing fetch and I threw it too hard. What do you want from me, kid? one guy come up to me, was like, hey, what happened to your dog's leg? And I was like, the war. <laughs> Vietnam vet! In the sense that he went to a Vietnamese veterinarian. <laughs> I'm gonna let y'all pass that one around for a minute.
1: What's been weird
0: though recently is people have been trying to guess what happened to his leg. That's been unusual. I'm not ready for that. I was walking him a couple weeks ago. Guy rode by on his bicycle. He's like, hey, did your dog get hit by a car? What car is going to hit a pug and he only loses the front right leg? If I hit a pug, with my car and that's the end result, I'm returning that car. (laughs) It is that safe for me to drive. (laughs) I need something with better safety features. Like, I don't know, man, a Hot Wheels or a Tonka truck or something. (laughs) I can't have pugs shaking me off like, watch where you're going. (laughs) What are you thinking, man? Get your life together. People always ask if my dog gets around okay. I take him off his leash. I'm like, catch him. Say goodbye to those three hours. He's faster without the leg. Don't feel bad for him. Now he could juke, stiff arm, spin move. He's the perfect Madden character. We had to move out of our apartment because of him. Yeah, we used to live in an upstairs apartment, and he gets in these running fits and wants you to catch him. So, if you live downstairs underneath us and we live in the second story apartment, it sounds like we're filming all the montages from Scooby Doo <laughs> upstairs. <laughs> and so it takes me like 20, 30 minutes sometimes to catch him because he's real quick and agile. And I finally catch him, and I'm like, da da da, but it's too late. I hear it pounding on my front door and I open the door and it is my neighbor from downstairs. And to say that she is upset is a terrible understatement. (laughs) She is red in the face, veins popping out of her neck, yelling at me like, excuse me, could you tell your dog to keep it down for just one night, please? And I just looked at her and went, we already cut off one of his legs so he'd make less noise. You. So we had to move, y'all. I love my dog, man. I love him like a son. He's not my son. I'm not one of those people don't hate me. Because if you raised a human being before, you hate anybody that's like, my dog is my child. No, it's not. It's not the same thing. If I got a kid, I can't leave him at home for eight hours with a couple of bowls with food and water, like I cut a hole in the door, he'll figure it out. <laughs> They will take your kid away from you. (laughs) I know, I've checked. (laughs) I miss my little brother. (laughs) My dog scared the living daylights out of me at the beginning of this year, though, man. I had to rush him to the emergency vet because he ate one of his toys, which I guess is a thing that dogs do, man. I came out the bathroom one day. There's half a Kong toy on the ground. I'm like, hey, boy, where'd you hide the other half? And so he starts throwing up and I'm like, okay, this is gonna be a thing for a little while. Then he keeps throwing up. Then he starts throwing up foam. And I'm like, ooh, I didn't feed him foam. <laughs> and so I did what you shouldn't do in that situation. I Googled, hey Google, what's wrong with my dog? And that's like if you ask Google what's wrong with you when you don't feel good. Google's like, cancer, you have all the cancer. Are You caught it all, like it was a scavenger hunt or something. <laughs> And sure enough, Google was like, your dog is dying right now. So I'm like, "Ah!" and I flipped out. I threw him in the car. I speed to the emergency vet. We get him in there, man. They take him back through the little door. I'm sitting in the lobby, filling out paperwork. Now, he's been back there for like a minute, a minute and a half tops. The doctor comes out the same door and says, Taz's dad? Now, he said Taz's dad. What I heard oh yeah, was Taz is dead. Which is a messed up way to tell me you killed my dog, man. You just Kramer slide into the lobby you like, my bad, bro. You don't know what it's like back there. So I hear this. I proceed to start big girl crying immediately uh, 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 like a Canadian geese in heat, uh, uh, uh. snot bubbles coming out of the front of my face. My mascara ran. I wasn't even wearing mascara, y'all. <laughs> it materialized on the front of my face. and started to run like I won Miss America or something. <laughs> and the entire time this situation's going down, there's a kid sitting next to me in the lobby the whole time. He sees everything go down. And he's like, did they kill your dog? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, kid, they killed my dog. Now he's crying, he's like, yeah, I'm like, they're gonna kill your dog, too. We got a jailbreak, man it's the only shot we got. <laughs> so they gave me a tranquilizer. <laughs> the dog ended up being fine and he drove me home. <laughs> and he looked gangster with the one arm, too. It was pretty cool. <laughs> Let me get you there, pops. I will say this, me and my dog do have this in common. We have terrible ADD, which uh, is very, you know, people don't care. <laughs> ADD is the one disorder people are like, get over it. get over it, man, just, just focus. What are you doing? Like, There's no sympathy for ADD. There's no walk for a cure for <laughs> ADD. Which is a shame because it would be such a short walk. <laughs> You do it on your lunch break, man. But <laughs> We couldn't even organize the ADD walk. <laughs> we keep getting distracted, squirrel the whole time. Now we'd have to get help from OCD. <laughs> yeah, those folks got their stuff together. <laughs> I got a lot of weird stuff about me, man. I know I said that, you know. I grew up in the hood, and I appreciate where I grew up, man because where I grew up, man, we used to roast each other all the time, and I learned how to snap back real quick, and that made me a better comedian, so I'm very grateful for where I grew up. But you know how when you roasting somebody, and the person you roasting, they ain't got nothing left to roast you about, so they start reaching for weird stuff to try and take you down with, and that was how I knew I was doing good, is when everybody started reaching for weird stuff to try and take me down with in the hood, man. Like, I knew they were at the end of their rope, and they would start to make fun of me because my belly button's kinda high. Yeah, game, set, match. This is what you're taking me down with? How old are we? What is happening right now? It is up there though, check that out. It's a little, um, okay, easy, easy. (laughs) We were doing so good. She screamed, oh my goodness, it's in your throat. You can do anti-smoking commercials. (laughs) It's messed up, man. I'm six feet tall. My belly button's 5'10". What is happening? Because it's weird if I do a slow reveal, there should be things by now. Like, there's too much open real estate available on my midriff. And then pow, 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 shot in the chest. What's weird is that my butt's in the middle of my back. That's the weirdest. <laughs> and I'm not gonna show y'all that. That is a different show and way more money. You guys have absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much. Local man robs Wendy's with alligator. We're the alligator boys now. And the lady that they sent in the bank should be going, Mom, Mom.